Moonsock. Right now I'm Moonsock. I, I just tasted go uh, Craven Dale. Cravendale, it lasts a while. Where's your girlfriend vegan? No, she's a vegetarian, but she doesn't eat dairy. Oh, it's because she's lactose intolerant. Yeah. You know. You know, that's, nowadays... That's, don't say, that's because you don't want to talk about it, but it doesn't seem like a yes. No, I think it, it is that, but I think it is also ethical. But, she, you know... Eggs... Ethical and she'll shit herself if she eats too much dairy. Yeah. So it's like, a coinc- it's like, I would be doing it anyway. Yeah. But also, if I did eat it, I, I blow up like a balloon. Because to be fair, I know a lot of people who are lactose intolerant who still drink milk. And then they're like, oh, I, I've got the shits. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You know. Do, you know, do you know how rare lactose intolerance is around the world? No. It's crazy that it's like, it's only really in like, it's like, it's, no, it's rare here. Um, in Northern Europe, it's like 5% of the population. Yeah. In Weak China, people. 80%. Yeah. 80. It's because I guess there's no milk there. Yeah, yeah. Is but it? is it what, what came first? What do you mean? Um, the milk or, you yeah. know, was it, What is there no milk there because they're not drinking, they can't drink milk? Or because they just didn't drink milk, they became intolerant to it? I think it's just like as a people. Yeah. They didn't feel like they wanted to drink it. Yeah. And then it kind of, you know, escalates. Because, you know, the reason why, because, you know, some Asians, right, they can't, they are missing an enzyme that makes them get drunk quicker. Okay. And makes their, like, cheeks red. Okay. Uh, And this is because they uh, invented in Asia, they knew how to, like, purify water. Mm. Whereas in Europe, we didn't know. So we just used to drink beer as children. Yeah. So now that is like ingrained in us because we were stupid and drunk yeah, beer as children. Because it's like beer is cleaner than water Yeah, back in the day. But now it means we <laughs> are stronger in our ability to process alcohol. Do you think that's good or bad? I think that's good. Um, but the Asian, there's loads of Asians who bloody, like Koreans drink will drink. Yeah, well, I think table. it's, you know, genes, you know? Yeah. It's not all tied to a, you know one race isn't the exact same type of p- person you yeah know? you can break it subset but do you know it's like you're getting i think you you each have like on your top trump cards racial genetics there's like pros and cons like yeah. we can stomach alcohol better but yeah. koreans yeah it's actually quite specific to the korean so it's not asians in general it's koreans yeah uh, they don't uh, produce body odor that's so good how mad is that so that's like so on like korean tv it'll be like um, like a, a classic roast would be like, this guy uses deodorant. He must really smell. So like the idea that you have to use deodorant yeah. means that you're like fucking filthy. Where like as stinky white men, yeah. it's like it's it's just assumed if you don't use deodorant, you're it's like weird. Um, and so that's why and that's why their skincare they're just like it seems like they're basically like the cleanest people in the world because they're obsessed with like skincare and hygiene and stuff. Yeah. But I think they naturally don't produce body odor even when they sweat. Yeah, good cinema as well. <laughs> Great barbecue as well. I love Great that. food. It's, yeah. I'd say it's a top it's tier nation. Off. It's popping off at the moment. Uh, south or North? Which one are you talking about? Uh, I'd say both, but <laughs> I feel like North Korea is... I like how of... they're like a little peninsula and they're both 
um, pop. They're they're both like popping off in very different ways, but they yeah. are succeeding in what they're trying. You know. Yeah. Because you know, like South Korea, they're fully kind of like a capitalist nation, which is just like fully lent into like just becoming this like metropolitan cultural like yeah good wi-fi yeah great wi-fi just like technological relation they don't have the same eyes of them as japan and china yeah but um uh that means they can have a bit of time to like work away in the in the shadows for a bit yeah it's more like it's like lisbon (laughs) as a holiday destination (laughs) compared to like barcelona's like all right yeah yeah it's where you go on holiday and then you go lisbon oh lisbon another fact is now we're on um, but braces. wait, can I just bring you back? What are can, North North Korea? You say they what are they doing well? <laughs> what they're doing well is that they they've set out to be like a totalitarian control regime yeah. where everyone believes everything's going well because that's what yeah, they're told, yeah, yeah. and they're smashing that out of the park. Yeah, they are actually doing, <laughs> and we know so it, little it, about them. We, it's actually yeah. quite mad. It is mad, and it's like I, what I respect about them is that I think a lot of the North Koreans are probably quite happy because they genuinely have no idea. They're, they're thinking their football team's smacking. Like imagine, imagine being told on the news that like England won the World Cup and like you, there's no way you can find out. I'd be, I'd love for England to win the World Cup. That's genuinely yeah. that'd be one of the highlights of uh, in my life. I'm desperate for England to win the World Cup. Yeah. And if I go to my deathbed thinking we've won the World Cup because like a dictator controls the news and tells me. Is that so bad? It's a set, yeah, it's <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, the Matrix, you know, the blue pill, red pill. Yeah. Yeah, it is a lot like that. They... They're fully in the... I forgot which, which colour's which. Yes, I did that. Red pill is what's used for like, um, like alt-right incels online. So I think they think they are like they, They've Neo. taken the red... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and ben then Shapiro Neo is thinking, Morpheus. Yeah, like <laughs> they're like Neo going like women belong to carry on doing housework. It's like it's like the most disappointing <laughs> It's like you've gone through the matrix, you see reality, and the reality you see is like if women sleep with more than one guy, they are whores. <laughs> that's like yeah. that's like the, the rush of truth comes into your head and that's it's quite a discipline. It's a really sad reality if they've taken the red pill and we're living in this fake reality. That's a really like disappointing truth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's almost. I guess it support another support of the blue pill. You know? Yeah. Live in denial. Live like <laughs> some North Koreans. North Korean. Man. I bet. I bet depression is higher in South Korea than North Korea. I yeah, mean, I, I'm just pure speculation <laughs> <laughs> at this point. Yeah, because I do. I mean, think North Koreans though, are being put into like labor camps and stuff like that, but you're not really depressed in the labor camp because you're like it's just full on oppression, isn't it? I think when you are starving, and <laughs> it's not because you have like base things yeah. to worry about. Yeah. You know, like there was never a depressed caveman. No, exactly. That's or what was I mean. there? You know, we don't actually know. <laughs> yeah, but he wouldn't last long. <laughs> Because you've got, you, like, part of depression is that you st- stay in bed all day. And, like, in modern society, you can, yeah. like, um, order food to your room. You can, yeah. like, uh, the government can, you know, give you welfare if you don't get a job and stuff like that. And, like, you can stay in bed all day and still survive. Yeah. But, like, the depressed caveman, he's not he's, he's not going to be, like, staying until, like, 1 p.m. Just staying in the cave. Yeah. Because no one's bringing him any food, are they? Yeah, but what if they are, though? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> what, what, a feeling is habit? <laughs> Yeah, it's like a tribe that gets on, you know. Yeah. Cavemen lived in tribes. Yeah, right? they, no, I did, I know they lived in tribes, but I think did they? 
They did, they did. Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, well, it depends. It's like we talk about cavemen, like we will talk about like the Tudors and the Stuarts, which were like twenty years apart, as yeah. like completely different eras. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then yeah. cavemen, which covers like ten million years, we'll just talk about like it was just <laughs> it was just like the Flintstones, just consistent. It was literally, yeah. it was literally so long. Like at the beginning of it, we were like half monkey. <laughs> yeah, and, and by now... the end of it, we'd like found fire and shit. But that was like yeah. over ten million years, and it's still like you know. It's a long period, um, but w- was I was there was there a point I was making? I forgot. It was about um, no, I think it's gone. Do you want? Should we should we properly get into the podcast now? Yeah, you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hello and welcome to a very special episode of Boys Gone Wild. This is the election special. Uh, it wasn't meant to be the election special because I was having a conversation with my friend Harry Monaghan, um, who's the guest today, uh, and I decided to invite him on the podcast and quite like a spontaneous ah we're getting along come on come down to the podcast i thought it'd be like a cool thing like how like joe rogan does it it's just ah come on down like you know come on in uh and then i realized it would be we would be calling it pretty much the day after the election and the person so we have to talk about the election. we can't just pretend it hasn't happened so it's we're gonna have to do an election special and then the, the the expert i've got on to discuss the u.s elections is another white straight british male yeah who's got similar build to me yeah and similar sense of humor who really you know conversationally will we'll get on fine because we're basically from the same with the same person but it, we're not going to be giving particularly varied not only di- lack of diversity in skin color but lack of diversity in opinions i mean after I'd already invited Harry, I'd realised that I could have got Filio Huff on, who was on the pod recently as well, who's a black American, who yeah. this election actually has a potentially great deal of effect for him, his family, his life, his culture. Like, it's really a lot is at stake for him, and he yeah. uh, always speaks incredibly eloquently on American politics. Russell Hicks, who's a white American comedian, but uh, has moved to America and has like a, a very uh, interesting view on American politics in general. I could have had both of them on. And now the election special has come around and I'm sort of, it was too awkward for me to uninvite Harry. But um, he's one of the, my, he's one of the funniest people uh, I know. Um, but, you know, unlikely you'll make it though, you think? I would say odds, odds are... I'd say probably lower than you because you're younger than me. Yeah, I'm younger than you. Oh, because we we do so like Harry, who I think for like actual being genuinely funny is one of the really uh, funny people. But I I don't don't see much of a a chance because it's it's like me and you are fighting over the same spot. Yeah. You know, there's we're the, we're, we'll be the same seat on the panel show. We're not both going. We we we. I won't be looking across mock the week, and you'll be sitting there. Yeah, because there's. There's gonna be one of us. There's gonna there's gonna be like a character white guy yeah. when Hugh Dennis dies. Yeah. Uh, there's a one-liner white guy, mm-hmm. and then those are the spots. And I can't do one-liners. Nor can I. Or characters. No, we're we're kind of we just speak from the soul. Yeah. And no one wants white guys speaking from the soul anymore. Do you know what I mean? Some people do, but they're the wrong <laughs> sorts. That is the issue. <laughs> that is the issue. There's actually quite a lot of people. Yeah who I feel like would back me. Yeah. But it's like, do you want their backing? No. Um, me and Harry have only really met like five or six times, but we'd already 
but the, the reason why I always feel he's sort of semi-linked to the spirit of the podcast is because uh, before lockdown happened, we'd planned to make a sort of entertainment conglomerate, um, <laughs> which would involve a podcast, which we'd be doing together. We had the, all these huge plans, and then because of lockdown, I was alone, and I made Boys Gone Wild. But the original kind of Boys Gone Wild was going to be the Gucci Gang podcast. Yeah. The, uh, well, entertainment corporation Gucci Gang, which I still think we have scope to potentially do. Yeah, because the thing about uh, luxury and fashion is it never... <laughs> So it was a high end. It's us. a high end luxury fashion yeah. podcast hosted by me and Harry, where we would like every every week we'd discuss different luxury things like G six planes, um, yeah. Paris, Pitbull, Miami, yeah. um, and like we there was a lot of huge plans to like really affect culture. I think because yeah. I think we'd be like it, it'd be like a, a turning point in culture where it would change like the vernacular in which people would just talk about things in general. Like we had things to like which I'm still hoping to bring into every day is say like, oh, that's so Miami. As like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. like it's a descriptive, yeah, like yeah. using, using like um, fashion cities as like adjectives. Like that's Paris. That's yeah. so, oh, last night was so Paris. Yeah. You know, and it, they all mean slightly different things. You know, Paris yeah. is classy, sophisticated. Miami's kind of like, you know, tropical and hot and kind yeah. of uh, liberated. Yeah. Dubai. Dubai. They're, they're such... <laughs> <laughs> Dubai might be one of the purest luxury things. And yeah, every episode yeah. we'd discuss the question, is it fashion? And we'd all we'd be covered head to toe in Gucci. Yeah. Um, that would be our main uh, kind of, we'd, we'd have a lot of brand loyalty. And we had loads <laughs> of ideas of us like going to Paris Fashion Week and interviewing um, models. And like the, the dream would be we'd finally actually crack into like really high society fashion world. But we'd be dressed like this. You'd be wearing like your fleece selections and your kind of dad fashion, yeah. and the dream would be would be on the next to Anna Winter in the front row, still dressed like just white, just dirty white guys. <laughs> <laughs> and look, it can still happen for us for sure. You know, look at Joe Biden; he's eighty years old. He is next president of the United <laughs> States. He's going to be the next president. So we, I know it's it's been quite a while. Uh, of us just chatting absolute shite. You probably clicked on here hoping that you'd actually have uh, a view on the election soon. We're getting to it, but it's a beast to crack into. Um, we were meant to shoot this yesterday, yeah. but uh, the the president wasn't chosen in time and we it, it felt it wouldn't be a great podcast if we were discussing. Yeah. And it really was <laughs> in the balance. <laughs> we really know, had no nothing. idea. I mean, to be honest, genuinely, because I'm, I'm going to release this on tomorrow and it's Thursday today. I... Let's just check, because who knows, Trump might have won, you know. I've heard we might know by 2 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. When's Eastern that? U.S. time. But by the time people are watching this, they'll know. So they'll probably so know. So we're, yeah. we're going we're gonna to assume, we're, let's just assume now, because for people watching Friday morning, yeah, we need to assume one of them's won, or yeah. else this becomes a really boring podcast. So we'll assume Biden. We're going to act like Biden's won. Yeah. And if you're watching this, <laughs> know that we recorded another one where we, we assume Trump won. <laughs> um yeah so uh, to kick kick it off what are your what 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 has your last 48 hours been uh i woke up as i always do it's classic (laughs) it's vintage Uh, harry and i thought it it was looking like trump's gonna win right he was ahead yeah in the odds of the polls he was getting up yeah so i looked at that and i thought same same again please barman you know (laughs) (laughs) but then it turned and we we've sort of been waiting 
they haven't counted all the votes, which yeah. I didn't really know was going to happen, but apparently people knew was going to happen. Uh, but now Biden is in pole position. He's won Arizona and Trump has done a speech saying he's actually won. And I think yeah, that so is the news story. Would you right? say it's now 50 50? Because Biden's actually won and Trump <laughs> said he's won. To be fair, Trump did say he's won. And so, he did say it first as yeah. well. <laughs> so, if that. And the thing so, is. I think it's going to have to go to the Supreme Court where it's like Biden's got more votes and has won in the electoral college system, but Trump's convinced that he's won. Yeah. So we're going to have to flip a coin on this one, boys. <laughs> and it was. I think we kind of knew Trump was gonna not go quietly, right? And I think everyone was expecting a huge backlash. What is gonna happen? <laughs> but absolutely, it seems like no other Republican other than Rudy Giuliani has come out and backed him. Yeah. And I feel like Rudy's just trying to, you know, drop down in the news cycle, him getting wanked off by <laughs> Borat's daughter. <laughs> So he's like, oh, I've got to be trending in a different kind of way. <laughs> like, like he's probably this, if this there's happened, any time to get blackface out, it was now. That that will really shit. That's the that thing. Down. He's probably this whole week before this happened. He's probably been like doing like big events that didn't make the news to yeah. try and like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Rudy Giuliani turns up at a pie-eating contest, and he's like trying to like tweet about it, but it's not taken up. <laughs> And now he's like, Trump's like, give him the call, like, come on, the rats have fled. You're all I've got left. <laughs> what it feels like is it's like in one of those kind of like, sort of like in Goodfellas or the Godfather, or those kind of like archetypical uh, Italian, American and Italian mobster yeah. films where it's like, once you're in power, you've got all the friends in the world. But as soon as it yeah. looks like you're losing power, they've just, he's like a made man. It's like, you know, when Joe Pesci yeah. goes up to become a made man and they shoot him in Goodfellas. Uh, it's sort of, it feels like that. Now that his power's slipping away, yeah. all his friends are disappearing. Yeah. Because all his kind of, all his backing was based on the fact that he won. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. He was a complete outsider. Everyone hated him and then he won and everyone seemed to love Did him. Did you see the way that it was him. like, um, in the Republican uh, primaries, when he was, that was like Trump on some of his, at the time when I was uh, so against Trump and terrified of Trump winning because I wasn't ready for reality. I wasn't ready for reality <laughs> to be at this, this yeah, like yeah, yeah. notch, like the dark, the doomsday clock to be not notched up that. So I still was in that thing where things yeah. might be all right. Yeah. So I wasn't, enjoying trump as much as i am now even though he was doing some of his best work early on like yeah. him in um the republican uh primaries in 2016 yeah. when he was roasting jeb bush yeah. like just flattening jeb bush uh ted cruz mark Ru just yeah. destroying that was him at, that was some yeah. of his best work like li literally treating him like a comedy central roast incredible because yeah. like him with biden this time he just interrupts him the whole time and it's like it's still funny, don't get me wrong, but it's not as it doesn't have as much craft to it as some of his Jeb Bush like burns. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and they they've had four years to prepare for Trump. Now they've seen the tape. It's like you know when there's like a boxing world champion. It's like they've been studying. <laughs> the challenger is unknown. Yeah. So he's come along and he's done. He's done basically. He's basically the same as Hillary, right? But yeah. he's just a bit. More Be just a, a bit, bit more... better, bit, bit better foreign policy. 
that's literally it. <laughs> bit, bit less, uh, you know, like charity kind of yeah. uh, theft, was it? I don't know. Yeah, just the private yeah. jets on charity. I think what's yeah. interesting about this result, which is what's, um, well, Trump being in for four years, it's, it's, it's proven that Trump's done a couple of really terrible things. There's like three or four really bad things, like the climate change thing, the kids in cages, things that I don't think Hillary <laughs> would have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in general, it's the realization that centrist politics are not too far off the far right. Do you know what I mean? How like yeah. like Blairite kind of stuff like uh, like Cameron, Hillary Clinton. In general, it's not going to be that much different apart from they're going to pretend they don't hate the poor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think with Trump, he is a very particularly risk, like a kind of risk taker. And I think you, if, a you look, if you look at his business history, yeah. there's a lot of success and there's a lot of failure, right? Because <laughs> he takes risks. Trump stakes, Trump University, you yeah. know, the list goes on. And I feel like he approached the way he dealt with China, yeah. North Korea. <laughs> all of these things are very, you know, I'm putting all the cards on the table here. And I don't think any other politician would do that because they're like well things could go bad and like america as we know it could die yeah whereas he's like yeah but also we could be china (laughs) (laughs) so he he's like gone for it and i feel like americans love that he the or the americans that voted for him are just like yeah because they grow up love like thinking america is the best country in the world not even thinking, knowing, knowing that America yeah, yeah. is the best country in the world. Whereas, like, look, I'm not here to say, like, America's shit. It's definitely top ten, probably top it's five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's always. Got, yeah, it's got to be It's got to be top five because it, it, it smashes uh, other countries out of the water. You know, there's different ways to measure what's the best country in the yeah. world. And even though you can say America's shit for those things, they do smash a couple of metrics out the park. By far, like, there's a couple of metrics that must go into what makes the best country that America has to, it has to be, they have to be in the conversation. In the Hall of Fame, Yeah, they've got to be in the conversation. It's like a basketball star who, like, has the most rebounds or stuff like that, or, like, did the most three-pointers. It's like, you've got to have them in the conversation. Yeah, I feel, and even America is kind of, like, if we're using the basketball, it's like point scored, they're number one. You, but it's by like, the way, we are using the basketball. Yeah, yeah. it's like point <laughs> scored, they're number one, you know? And that is essentially what it's all about. It's true. But now you can say that like, it's like the way they got the money. It's like, you know, when everyone chats shit when Chelsea like yeah. were dominating. It's like, how do they get the money? So you can chat shit about that, fine. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But you have to look at those points. And then at the end of the day, numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. <laughs> America has the points. And now everyone's like, Oh, actually, rebounds are what win games. Yeah. Know? But at, at the end of the day... They're not. Points win games and rebounds are important, you know? And in this analogy... Would you say rebounds is like healthcare? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how I guess that. <laughs> See, this is why it's a problem having you to discuss the US elections because we both 
basically have used convoluted basketball analogies and know exactly what we mean. Yeah, and <laughs> no basketball knowledge. We've just watched the last dance. I like, <laughs> obviously, that is what it is. Like, did you hear me go rebound and three pointers and then stop? Because that was as far as I could do. Um, yeah, they because they yeah they definitely they definitely dominate. But I feel it. Uh, the American Empire is collapsing. Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not as much as everyone says it is. But the after World War II, 1945, yeah. America had 50% of the world's GDP. Yeah, because like, everyone else got bombed to shit. Every, Europe, the only, the, at the time, the only real other like superpower, Europe, Russia, Japan. The only real country, you can say it. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only ones who are like, were like, because for a while, Europe was, you know, America was like Europe's little brother. Yeah. And then Europe imploded on itself, just yeah. internally just bombed the shit out of each other, yeah. completely fucked up. Yeah. And then America basically was there to clean up all the winnings. It went all in and it, it won everything. 50% yeah. of the world GDP, they dominated. Since then, it's gone way, way down and it's consistently kept on going down. And now we're starting to see like the visible decline, like with the rights is still, it's, it's starting to reach the end. It's in, it's in its downward trajectory. I think yeah. it's going to take much longer than people think, but it's heading down and China's coming in. But as British people, yeah. it's interesting because it's like, I feel... Do you think we're on, a, on the up? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, um, okay. I'm saying that there's a lot America can learn from our mistakes or like the classless way that we went out of power. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like or still. We, still, it's like, it's more, what I'm trying to say to Americans is like, your time's coming up slowly. Our time was uh, finished in the end of the Second World War and we did not go out with grace. And I'm just saying, look for British people as we're, we're people who we, we're growing up in the ruins of an empire now. It's still just like the, the rubble. Just like trust us when it, it's like we've been there. So just do it with more grace because we're, we're going to end up being like Greases now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what our, we're going to be. And then America's going to be what we are now. Do you know what I mean? In like oh yeah I see because Greece had the Greece was like Italy. yeah it was like the the cradle of civilization and now it's like its economy's fucked and like yeah. that's what Britain's going to become but it's about managing it with grace you you almost it. need to because if you look at say a Germany or a Japan sure shamed right beaten defeated but they've come back stronger yeah because they have no they're not holding on to what they once were because that would be racist you know. Yeah, Nazis. Yeah, I've heard of them. what 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 what's amazing about Journey in Japan is like when you when you're like first start reading history, uh, like modern history as a kid, and you start being like, wait, hang on, so Germany and Japan did all this shit and then got absolutely annihilated. Britain was like one of the th three major countries to win the war. How the fuck are they absolutely dominating us completely? Yeah. Like, how the fuck did how shit was that management? That it's literally like you've won the biggest war there's ever been. Yeah. And you end up in a worse position than the people you beat. And it's not that long ago. Like I was watching uh, Chelsea play, uh, Chelsea match. And we've... Uh, He's a Chelsea fan. We've got uh, two two new players, Timo Werner and Kai Havertz. Mm -hmm. And they were doing uh, the Memorial Day poppy minute of silence. And they were looking very awkward because their granddad's 
Yeah, especially because they, they they have that look. Because there's different, there's loads of yeah. there's, Germans. There's loads of different types, but there's a couple of football players you see who's like, oh yeah, that's yeah. Whereas there are a few like you know, Özil, his granddad was not <laughs> fighting no. for the Nazis, and but even... Bastian Schweinsteiger. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Are you He's... kidding me? <laughs> that well, they used his face on a Nazi doll, didn't they? Yeah. And I think he sued them or something. I mean, it's fair enough. But also, was it his face or was it just generic <laughs> Nazi? Um, but did you find... We will get back to the US election. It's just yeah. we need to cover this first. Did you find um, when you saw... It sometimes happens with Bayern Munich, but when you saw Germany beat Brazil 7-1 in the semi-finals, there was a bit of like, ooh, this is, a, this is not good. Do you know what I mean? It's like seeing... Germany demolish another country and the pride in them they they I I didn't see much it wasn't because Germany are pretty humble now with national pride it's yeah. not like if we beat a country 7-1 oh <laughs> if we beat Brazil 7-1 you would not hear Germany are pretty humble about because they also they're scared of their own power do you know what I mean yeah and it was more watching that there was a moment like you could see it in some of the German players faces it's like okay this is, I'm feeling good. We are absolutely efficient machine. Yeah. We just need to like let some steam off because we know where this. Yeah, do you think goes. they all kind of individually <laughs> had a kind of like, like, that felt good. You know what I mean? Like they felt the power and it was like, they loved it. Yeah, they, they realized how much they loved it and, and like, how much that is in them. Yeah, and know, how much that is in them. It's like, Germany could be a real... Germany and Japan are like the two most efficient nations on earth. And they can be a real power for good, as we've seen. Like, just making... They make such yeah. cool shit. And like, Pokemon. if you take away their military, yeah. they're great. But let's not beat around the bush. It's under. It's under the surface. Yeah. Well, look, there's still some Japanese uh, soldiers out there. That's a fact. <laughs> there's... <laughs> Because they're scared to surrender. That's how much they believed in the cause. Right? <laughs> they're still finding them today. It's like when there's like a unexploded bomb in the Thames. Yeah. There's a Japanese guy, guy on a Pacific in, island. In the Pacific <laughs> Islands. You know, what's he thinking? When yeah. you bring him back, what's he gonna do? Yeah, who's who's he gonna rally up? Has he has they has he has he built a new civilization on the island? Is it you know? Just I, I'm just like I, I love Japanese culture. I love German culture. Uh, I really, I think they're both amazing countries. But we, you both, we got to keep an eye on them both. Yeah. What, what one do you prefer? Uh, Japan. I'm more into Japan, but Japan. But I think that's more because it's um, so like foreign to me that it's more exciting yeah, and yeah, exotic. Yeah. Um, I look German and I feel there's a German. In, I, I haven't done an ancestry test and like from what I know, I'm not German. But I look so German. Yeah. I do feel there is. A deep Germanic, um, so, some stones better left unturned. If you don't know, then yeah, you don't have keep... to feel guilty about it. <laughs> um, okay, but back to the the U.S. election. Yeah. Um, I do. It it has been it is the kind of sort of the perfect election for 2020 because it's just been like the wildest year that at times I have really enjoyed like it has been a truly extraordinary thrill ride and why wouldn't this election be absolutely mental yeah um and like most things in 2020 
we can't comprehend how mental they are because they've all happened in such quick succession. Yeah. And it's like when you, if you're trying to look at a painting and you've got your nose pressed up against it, you won't be able to see it. Yeah. Like we need 10 years before you realize what the fuck was that year? And that's what happened. The election has gone on for like two, three days, still hasn't finished. And we literally have a US president saying that he's won when he hasn't. Yeah. Like that is genuinely mental, but for us that's like it it's mean not it. even that bad though Com- comparatively. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it I was thinking like the last couple of days have actually been quite nice cuz I haven't thought about the sort of deadly pandemic. Yeah. It's been a break. Yeah. Actually like watching It's like when the deadly pandemic came and it was like a break from Brexit and it's just like it's all yeah. keeps popping. <laughs> it keeps and shifting then things Black along. Lives Matter. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's a new. <laughs> and then it, it's like there's a new thing to keep to keep us distracted from uh, what could be an endless pandemic by the looks of it. Mm. But we're not here to talk about that. No, we're not. We're talking. <laughs> we're talking about the end endless pandemic of hate in America. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm a lib. <laughs> I've got a New York Times hat. So. Oh, okay, well you can be the libtard for this, and I'll be. Oh, oh, I can, I can um, take up the proto-fascist kind of position, so we can create yeah. a, a false diversity of opinion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is too tight, which could be a metaphor. Yeah, but you don't know what that metaphor <laughs> is, do you? Look, uh, fake news. Was that what the metaphor is? I don't know. <laughs> Why are you pressing me? Well, I obviously don't know. Um, but I, I, I genuinely felt like I was. I did an episode of Boys Gone Wild on Joe Biden, where emotionally I did say, "Don't vote for him," and it was. A, it came from a genuine place. It wasn't. There was no ironic detachment. It was. Because you said, "Don't vote." For I Joe. genuinely said, "Don't vote." Who did did you say vote for? I Trump? said, "Don't vote." Not and I've never said that. Not even, maybe for Kanye just for the fuck of it. Yeah. Um, and to show that you're not doing it out of laziness. So they like turn up in the booth and like vote yeah. the third person. So it's not pure apathy. Um, but because of the way they'd fucked Bernie Sanders over twice mm. to get shite, boring candidates. Do you think Bernie would have won? He wouldn't have, would he? Thinking about it. He he would connect with the white working class more than Clinton and maybe Biden would. I, the but thing is, I think Biden does have a sort of an appeal to an old Michigan white yeah. guy. You know? Well, like the New York... T- yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Um, but with Sanders, seeing the reason like Florida voted Trump yeah. is because the, one of the big reasons they got Florida Latinos who are like Cuban or Venezuelan, a lot of their heritage, is because Trump said Biden's a socialist. Yeah. And they couldn't be further from the truth. Biden's got almost identical economic views as Trump. Yeah. But because Trump said it, and the hatred for socialism in those immigrant communities is so high, that's why they vote for Trump. Like a lot of the talking heads when I was watching the election was that. So Bernie, who has compromised by becoming like a social democrat, but in his heart is genuinely a socialist. Yeah. That could have been quite explosive and maybe he wouldn't have won um but i though it's good to get trump out and there's a couple of things that Biden would do better i 
am so upset that they man, that the Democratic Party were all in their power, even though there's a lot of genuine support for Bernie Sanders to make sure that anyone but Bernie won. Because won. they're yeah. basically more scared of Bernie than they were of Trump because Bernie actually has a different economic policy to um, what's status quo since Reagan, which is centrist and the right have just the same thing. They just, one's more politically correct than the other. But Bernie actually was going to threaten the super rich. And seeing how they did that, one with Hillary Clinton with the bullshit um, super delegate and that whole thing where it was just absurd how they basically weighted the votes for more for Hillary supporters more than Bernie. And then when Biden came and they all the socialists stayed in the race, as, well, Warren stayed in the race as long as possible to split Sanders' vote so that it just everyone, it was the clearest route. And then they ended up with their champion, their like, like Brad Pitt and Troy, you know, it's like the champion front of the army. Who we who we got? And they realised it was Joe Biden, who's yeah. like the least inspiring figure. And in the most like powerful democracy in the world, with three hundred fifty million people, where arguably anyone can run for or like start a career where they're trying to run for the most powerful position in the world. How have we ended up with this fucker as like the king? Yeah. I would say out of all the Democrat candidates, he was my last place. Yeah, genuinely. Because it's also like, yeah, sorry, go on. I was Andrew Yang all the way, Yang Gang. Yang Gang. Were you Yang Gang over Sanders? Yeah. How come? I think Yang would have won, for sure. He had a lot of, he gets a lot of like uh, internet bros. You know, if you see, have you seen it on Ben Shapiro? Like, this is why I like Yang, right? If you type universal basic income, it's Ben Shapiro on Joe Rogan. And the title is Ben Shap- why Ben Shapiro doesn't like universal basic income. Yeah. If you watch Andrew Yang on Ben Shapiro's show, he's got nothing to say to him because Andrew Yang has arguments for every single yeah. point. And Ben Shapiro is, by the end, is like agreeing with him because... He can't argue with him, but then he just like waits till he's gone and then goes on Joe Rogan and <laughs> says he's, he's talking shit it's when like, he's got no yeah. one to like. So I'm Andrew Yang. I think universal basic income is the future. It's inevitable when the machines do all our jobs. Yeah, you fully know, including communism. I, I chore, I, yeah, I, hopefully we'll have a robot. Yeah, I, but we'll, we'll be one of the later ones to go. Like oh, yeah. the, the robots, it's easy to make a robot who can um, like be a mechanic and like fix cars and shit yeah. than it is to get like a stand up. Even though I'd, I'd, it'd be annoying if they discovered that robot first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we just like had to become mechanics. <laughs> and it's like, how the fuck are you still in the job? And we've been kicked out. How are we the first people to get automated? Podcasters and stand ups. Yeah. Where it's just at comedy clubs, it's all just robots <laughs> with like perfectly tailored sets for every room. That's just what we can't yeah. compete. Like you can't follow a yeah. robot who's like scanned the room and just worked out how to absolutely destroy any room. <laughs> <laughs> like incredible prop comic. <laughs> yeah, and it's so good. It's like you hate it because you've lost your job, but you also like go to the clubs because it's so good. Yeah, because it's so, like you hate it because you lost your job. But, but you're then, just like crap. But, but he scanned you and realized what you, you, the exact thing you found funny and you've got headpieces where you're all hearing different things and it's all the perfect set you could possibly want. So you're... <laughs> dying laughing <laughs> like that would actually be amazing like, i would love that i mean i'm a comedy fan first and foremost <laughs> yeah. so for the art form for the art form, why wouldn't I'd you like want to make it. that yeah. shit you know uh, 
I, I like Yang Gang because he was um he was like this new breed of progressive where it's like the world's gone weird. Not not everything's as we thought it was. So you just got to have like new exciting ideas that don't yeah. fit into traditional things. Like even for a second, I thought Sunak had like a piece of that with his like eat out to help out. Like that yeah. was like that's like a beginning of some ideas that I'm like that's like a fairly new bold way of thinking about things. Um, but then like Sanders and Corbyn, they're just so tradish. Um, and I love them both, but yeah, it's not, I. They're I not, love they're Bernie. not like they're not like internet ready bros. You know? I just think Bernie would be if he did get in, he'd be a four four year president. What? Because he's so old. Everything would. No, just I just don't think he'd get in again. I think they'd block everything. He wouldn't get what he wanted done. Whereas I feel like if Andrew Yang got in and passed uni- universal basic income, which would have to pass because it's. It, the only thing he's running on right? <laughs> so it's like there's a mandate you know yeah. I, I feel like universal basic income would be really popular and it would just be forever you know yeah yeah so he like something like minimum wage yeah I, like I just bold don't think idea. you can start taking it away from people whereas you can take welfare away from people because easy. not everyone's getting it easy and people that get it traditionally don't vote as much yeah and also, like um, for papers, it's like the easiest to demonize. Yes, yeah. welfare frauds, like that's the most. That's like a walk in the park to make them look de- demonize them. Um, one thing I do support universal basic income, uh, of course, but I would be lying if there wasn't certain fears. Like if we have universal basic income, think about how many comedians there'd be. Yeah, because it's too, there's too many of us at the moment, especially yeah. uh, like white straight men like me and you. Yeah, imagine. Um, imagine how many more of us would happen if it's like, oh, you don't have to work a job; you can just like survive. Yeah, off universal basic income. I feel like it's the white guys that are doing it anyway, though. You know, how do you mean? I feel like white guys have more money generally, and also are just like, fuck it, I'm gonna be really successful. Sure. Have that confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like you know. We're already in that section. We're part of the problem. Oh, hundred, yeah, hundred. You know, like you bought a neon. You know, that's investment. Oh yeah, I forgot to even fucking bring this up. Sorry, thanks. You've invested. Yeah, I, I, this is. I was meant to open this by saying we've got a new sign, a new neon sign. Um, it's the most one of the most expensive things I've bought personally, which has no essential need. Like the camera is obviously more expensive, and the mics, but I've probably. I use yeah. these for my day job and I've made that money back. Yeah. This is pure uh, luxury. And if you had universal basic income, you'd just have a bigger neon, really, <laughs> when it comes down to it. But then all the podcasts would just have, like, neons. You know? yeah. <laughs> I had the ship from China. When I, as soon as I moved to London, uh, as soon as I moved to London, when me and Andrew were kitting this out, um, Andrew, my co-host, not Andrew I, Yang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just in case you're still on that yeah, yeah, pattern yeah. um th- we saw this and it was way too much money and I, as yeah. listeners to the podcast will know i'm really broke and like my dad's broke as well so it's like a real tough time but i had to get it it's one of those things i never have those i'm really disciplined with money in that way yeah but i saw it and had to get it and it cost way too much yeah it's good though because i actually have looked into getting a neon myself for my comedy night that I used to run, which is obviously cancelled. The Jerk Store, great comedy the night. Jerk Store. Uh, I was never booked. We were, we were going 
get get a big old neon, but it was too expensive. Yeah. And then it was like, where where are we gonna put it? Mm. Because the venue isn't our own, you know. Yeah. So we didn't, but you did, and I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Pink. I think I think it's a, a um, it's because of this type of podcast. It, it is a, a aesthetic investment. I think these are the things that are gonna, you know, when the apocalypse comes and money inflation hyperinflation's happened yeah money's worthless you know that's going to be a huge thing to haggle isn't it yeah because everyone's going to be like wanted <laughs> to start a podcast <laughs> it's like the only way out <laughs> money is worthless but clicks on youtube are the only currency left yeah um so you wanted yang in I d- wanted Sanders in, even though I do fear of his fate. I just think he's a truly good person. And though Yang, yeah. I think, is safe, I don't think, I, I don't know enough about Yang, but Sanders is one of those rare people who I genuinely think is deep down good. Yeah. And it would be fascinating experiment, like Trump's a great experiment. What happens if we get, um, if we get like a president who probably isn't a paedophile, like try it for the first time. Yeah. Do you I know don't what think I mean? they'll ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's, that's why they've never had a woman. It's not because they don't want a woman. It's because women are traditionally not paedophiles. Traditionally, traditionally they're far less. And if they are paedophiles, they're normally hebophiles, which is, what's that? Hebophilia is um, between the ages of 12 and yeah. 16. So it's like once they're, they're, you know, after puberty, but still below legal yeah. sex age. So it's like, it's a different type. That's normally done because they're vulnerable and it's like all you can get as opposed to paedophiles who it's because yeah. of a genuine sexual fetish. And I feel like you get a few that just love like organizing paedophilia, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like there's quite a few. Yeah, when you find out like by about online, on, online sex rings, yeah. there is like people who seem to like want to be involved in the group. Yeah. But, don't don't have the balls to like be an yeah. actual paedophile who just like the admin side yeah, yeah but it's yeah. weird because you get some of the people like that in comedy who like <laughs> yeah, do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. but comedy make who like you, there's like they, they they run nights we don't really do stand up they they write jokes but i can't just who scares to stand up but kind of in awe of people who can do it yeah uh but that makes sense because comedy you know is it, it makes sense i don't really understand uh, you know, one of the most heinous groups in the world. I don't understand what the... Yeah, it's like, is. how do you become, like, a fan? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I guess through the music, which there is a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah, to be fair, the, uh, yeah, the paedophile, paedophile culture has... Uh, in the, similar to Korean culture, which has, <laughs> <laughs> which has had, like, a... Has had, like, a real... Uh, has really gone through a golden age over the last 10 years. Yeah. Uh, 20 well, years, I, probably. I feel like before that, you know, started with... Well, it's in in Move for Love, old boy. Oh, I was thinking like Michael Jackson. I was talking about Koreans. Because <laughs> 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 old boy is kind of like paedophile film, right? Yeah, I guess so. He fucks his daughter. Spoiler. <laughs> no, he can't. <laughs> It's a great film. You should watch it. But not on purpose. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good excuse. He knew 10 minutes in, mate. Not on purpose is, you know, that's what they all, that's the mistake they all make. That's what Ray Polanski said. Um, yeah. So, no, I, I was talking about Korean culture, not paedophile culture. But okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Korean culture, they obviously won the Oscar, the Koreans. Yeah, but that was sort of like, it felt like a, 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 a 
an award for 20 years of good work. Yeah, I do think as well, Parasite is uh, the best Korean film. Ever? Uh, in the last, you know, when Koreans, since Koreans have been allowed to win on Oscar. You know? No, because do you know what pissed me off about the Parasite? There's a great film and it was better than all the other nominees and it should have won the Oscar. But what was funny about that is it was like, wow, Parasite won. This is a great moment for uh, world cinema. That was the worst moment for world cinema there's been because I was convinced that you had to be English speaking to be nominated. Yeah. And the reason why so many better films than what have been nominated have not been nominated is because they're not English speaking. Hence why they have the category foreign speaking. It's fucked, but at least there were some rules yeah. and it was clear why geniuses, uh, talented auteurs and great films were overlooked consistently. And it's like, you have to accept it. It's an American war they're doing. It. But as soon as they're like, as soon as they were like, oh, that film's so good, we're going to bring it in. It basically just shat on a hundred years of foreign cinema. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> that like, is true. Yeah, <laughs> do you know that what is I mean? true. As soon as Parasite won, I can imagine just like every other country is like, wait, you mean we had a chance of winning this whole time? Yeah, like Slumdog Millionaire one. <laughs> like, think of all the shite. That's one. Yes, the the shite. artist. Fucking the artist. <laughs> the artist, which has had, which has had no staying power. No. Um, the King's Speech. Uh, so fucking good. green. I haven't seen it, but that, the green. Uh, um, the green book. The green book. The one with the I about racial relations. Yeah, that, yeah. You know what it is, though. You don't need to see it. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. You've seen the poster. I, you know the film. You know yeah. exactly what it is. That's classic. Uh, New York Times reader yeah, that's thinking like they Os know about Os racism. Oscar you know? bait. There's no interesting shots in it, but it's you know put a lot of money into it. There's nothing new. It does, um, but it does. As soon as Parasite won, I was like, that's just so fucking rude. To yeah. Fellini, to Kurosawa, to fucking Bergman, to like all of these, the greatest filmmakers ever. None of them have even got a sniff in. And yeah. it was because they were shit, apparently, according to Oscar. Yeah, that is, but uh, what I kind of, this, my thoughts on it are that it is from an English speaking perspective. So it's just like, is this film as good when you have to read subtitles? Like, because <laughs> at the end of the day, like a, Amazing English-speaking film for me is always a better watch than an amazing film with subtitles. Sure, sure, sure. Because, but it's like two great films, and then this it like goes that it's like it's down a notch, down a notch. And I think even Parasite, even with the subtitles, it, it was better than anything that year. Okay, you know, where it's just like the there are other films where. But then, obviously, shit films have won. So I'm not, I'm not arguing for that the Oscars because the Oscars has left off loads of great films. Yeah, but that it's normally, it's more like I genuinely had no idea that non-English speaking films could win. So it's like now it puts a lot more pressure on the Oscars because next yeah. time the time comes around, it's like. Are we really going to just keep putting the same shitty films in the nominations? Yeah, you, you just know. I feel like the films are getting less like like that though. You, you kind of there are a lot of films that would a few years ago would have been nominated that aren't, you know, where it's just like a biopic of a so boring. Figure, Nearly any you know? Oscar winning biopic it's like the most tedious time shit. I just don't watch that shit. But I think the Oscars has got worse uh like the what's been nominated and stuff, but like Cannes got better is what I've noticed. Do you see? I feel like I say like there was like there was like 2017 can. It was like a Lynn Ramsey film, 
uh, David Lynch has something there. Um, fucking um, uh, Yorgos Lanthimos, Ruben Oslin, like all these like mad new European directors. They all had Michael Haneke, like all had these fucking bold, crazy films that like was like the best year of Canada I've seen in my lifetime. Followed by, and that year was the one which like in the Green Book won in the Oscars. So it was like, yeah, that is bad. That's a that's in the category of like bad winners. You know? Yeah, for sure. But it's also like you because you know a bad winner if it has everyone forgets about it. like you. Yeah. I genuinely haven't thought about the artist for eight years, <laughs> and that, that was, was all everyone was talking about. For all six everyone months. was talking about. I've never seen it, uh, but it, and it won like fifteen yeah, Oscars or something ridiculous, <laughs> yeah, yeah. didn't it? Like best script, even though it's a silent film. Like I feel we might have veered slightly off. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Topic. But American culture is number one. It's the moral of that. Yeah. Um, I guess all of this is technically to do with the state of US politics. Um, so, you, yeah. Uh, I, but going into this, we were discussing the uh, the election a lot over text and like our views. And I feel bad because it is irresponsible, but I did want Trump to win in my heart. Did you? I feel like... I, I kind of thought Trump was going to win. Um, but so to just just to, it's not because I, I think he's awful. I think he's worse than Biden. I think his politics are worse than Biden. I think he'll damage the planet more. But I've reached a point where because I'm so inspired by Biden, I am more. I just think I'd enjoy the news more with Trump in. I think I think Trump and that's why it's more like a gut feeling. Obviously, if I was in a voting booth, I would vote for Biden. I've changed my mind. I would vote for Biden. Um, but every time Trump started looking like Trump was going to win, I got excited. Yeah, I I can see what you mean, but I think this next chapter for Trump is going to be. I think it's going to bring new life into Trump. I think Trump is getting old, like old hat. Yeah. You know, you're saying like in the primaries, like his kind of, sharp and then in fuck. the election, with yeah, it was it was his best sharp. ever line with Hillary, where, where she was like, "Do you want someone with this temperament in charge of like criminal justice?" Yeah, and he went, "Well, because you'd be in jail." Yeah, 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 and it's like that is just such a line, such a good line. He hasn't really had anything like that, you know, no. and I feel like he's getting a bit stale, like season two. Yeah, because even Bi- Biden was getting it. like Biden with his worst, what his his only line, which was like, "Well, you shut up, man," which was like the <laughs> biggest like cuck line ever. Oh, but that still was the one of the talking points. It's not like Trump had any one liners. Yeah, that was so. Man, <laughs> man. <laughs> will, will, you, will you shut up, man? <laughs> yeah. Um. The we were discussing this as well. Is that maybe something that has got me excited about Biden? is there's a chance now we're going back to regular programming is maybe satire might be able to come back because it Trump has really shown satire up yeah. and shown how weak a lot of the satirists working today are because he's unsatirizable, uh, he's satires himself um, and all those liberal talk shows like Trevor Noah, John Stewart, John Ol- um, which kind of boomed during the sort of Clinton, then Bush, then Obama, kind of right center, left center. That's when people would go there and generally have takes. But now when you watch them, they're so weak because it's like, yeah, what are you saying? Oh, Trump said this, he's an idiot. It's like, that's not a take. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, 
will be interesting that maybe satire might be able to come back with Biden. Yeah, and also, I think there's also a big possibility, and maybe one that we're all hoping for, is that he could die soon. Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm not hoping for it on a personal level. But no, I, I am. Yeah, but I on, am. <laughs> you're on a personal <laughs> yeah, yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. Politically, um, for the story, I'd like it. I'd do it for the vine, for sure. It could be good, like... Uh, Kamala Harris getting in, getting a black woman. If you think of American culture, like top American sports person, Serena Williams, black sure. woman. Top American recording artist, Beyonce, black woman. Okay, yeah. I feel like they got a history of producing the goods. So you're saying... Um... I don't, I don't think we should kill Biden, but I think like <laughs> if he gets sick, which he might... Like it's give, like don't just take a bit of time. Don't give him presidential care. Like give him, <laughs> just give him like run of the mill. Yeah, give because him like, yeah a run of the mill Biden, which is fair. It's not like you're killing. It. It's like this is what everyone else gets. Yeah, and you're just gonna get that, which is fine. Yeah, he he's doesn't. Like, he like, doesn't last. He's like waiting an A and E for like two hours. He could last four. He doesn't last eight with that care. Presidential care. He could last the eight. Yeah. Well, because yeah. care it's like they bathed them in refugee blood and stuff like and they they sacrificed goats and shit and yeah. like you know that you can't really fight like age is no just a number compared yeah. to that sort look of shit. at the royal family yeah yeah the, yeah the the stuff that they're on that's like some mystical shit and like children yeah. have to get sacrificed to the gods to like keep those people alive um but i yeah i, I think I just I I'm trying to look for the positives and maybe it's psychotic by me that my positives are more like what when I open my BBC news app what's going to excite me and I guess maybe Biden being sleepy joe might be a bit fun yeah 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 him being like an old man forgetting everything that might be quite fun <laughs> yeah I'm I'm just trying to I'm trying to make it work I don't, there's not much to work with seeing as Trump has like been so much fun for so long yeah, I don't really, like, what's his vibe? Like, what do you think he's gonna, because Obama is, his was vibe like was the his kind of, because Obama was like the basketball president, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, that was his vibe. He would do, like, cool stuff. Like, it's the coolest oh, president ever. Oh, like, I've killed a fly. That's yeah, yeah, now, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, like, shoot hoops. Yeah, and, like, also, like, he would go on, like, uh, chat shows and like out talk comedians yeah. and like be funny witty relatable vulnerable yeah. just like perfect like speaking to the people where all presidents normally are just complete mess um what is biden's i guess it's the nice grandpa who like the grandpa but he's not because i think if you think of, i feel like his vibe is which is why he's like super creepy is his vibe in his head he's 22 and handsome and <laughs> successful and educated and i think in his head that's who he is yeah and i think he doesn't see himself as a grandpa whereas bernie bernie knows he's a grandpa yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah. the one you know he's got the hair he's, he's he all little in. like i reckon like after he finishes he the like bonus. relaxes and he's got a neck again you know but then he like goes on and he's like oh. and like the get billionaires <laughs> the one percent you know he's like putting mustard stains on his shirt and yeah stuff. like he gets a suit that fits him and he gives it back and goes make it bigger <laughs> make it bigger <laughs> And then he like goes out there, and whereas Biden thinks he's like some like smooth talking like 
Kennedy. Like he thinks he's Kennedy. Yeah, he does. He does. He, but he's an old man. He like, thinks. He thinks. Whereas Bernie, his his the reason why Bernie and Corbyn will ultimately fail in politics is because they think, uh, let's give people what they've always been asking for, which is a good person who's genuine and the same on stage as they are off stage, like a genuinely authentic person. And that sadly doesn't work. But then what Biden thinks is that he thinks he's like playing 4D chess. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He thinks he's like this master. He's like Reagan. He's like, you know, in a certain sense, Obama, where that he's so fucking smart. He's doing the politician games where he's like, you yeah. know, I'm getting voters from this demographic, but yeah. actually I'm doing this. I'm, you know, starting wars over here. I'm getting calls over here. And he yeah, thinks yeah, yeah. he's got that politician on lock and he's got the, but he, he doesn't have the demeanor to carry it off. Yeah. You know, the J JFK was like starting like civil wars in Nicaragua and shit. And yeah. then still was talking to the press like a genuine person. You know, he was yeah. dominating it. But Biden will be like fucking that shit up and then coming on, you know, on stage and forgetting his lines and stuff. But in his head, he's like in control and like, you know, dominant, but he's transparent is what I'm saying. Yeah. He, he just doesn't have it, you know? And there's a reason he's had to wait this long. You know, yeah. anyone who's, you know, you always get like, who's the next big thing, you know? And then sometimes Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> Flavor of the month, you know? So I feel like in that way, Maybe that's his thing. His what? What? Maybe his thing is he's. But I feel like that's not what the media are portraying. I feel like maybe I should uh, be Step in control up. of the. Uh, okay, you are fake media. You're in control of the fake media. How would you spin Biden? Depends. You have to kind yeah, of decide. Yeah. Are you, uh, are you like kind of, uh, like Corbyn out to destroy him, or are you? Okay. Is it like Blair? You're out to build him up. Like what? what which approach are you going to take? You control all the fake news media. Okay, so the say, New York Times, you, you you know you've got the hat for it. So I'm controlling them all. New York Times, what? I, well, let's say Fox. Okay, I control them all. Fox News. What I do is, uh, you kind of you set them up. Mm -hmm. You get you get like a attractive reporter mm -hmm. to flirt with him on cam. And he he imagining himself being this. He's like, of course you're flirting with me. I'm James Bond. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Joe Biden, sorry. <laughs> like saying stuff like, oh, they're picking a new James Bond. We kind of think it could be you. <laughs> and yeah. then he'd be like, no, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you just set him up in that way. Yeah. And then if you're the NY Times, which I am. Yeah. Uh, how do you how do you deal with that? I think you, you may be, again, you, you deal with the old... Uh, I think you kind of lean into it like he he is. He's like the silver fox. He's an aging James Bond. You mm. know, Connery's dead. Doesn't matter. <laughs> we got Biden. You know, uh, maybe even get him to do an accent. I don't know. Like, maybe because oh, you're throwing out ideas. Okay, so that's how you want to paint him in the media machine. Yeah, although I don't think that's good. I think if I was his, if I was his kind of manager, I'd say lean into the grandpa. Maybe grow a moustache because <laughs> he's not going to be like doddery grandpa like bernie like oh yeah he's going to be like wholesome mustache kind of like i used to play sports grandpa, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Like in a... even though is it me or do you find when someone's that age is like there's something weird about him being clean shaven 
that his face just looks a bit translucent. Do you know what I mean? It's I like, think some I facial hair would really help. I think him. it needs to cover it up because he once again he thinks he's pulling it off because he still yeah. thinks he's a twenty five year old gorgeous man. Yeah. But it just it makes me a bit uncomfortable like having that much of an old man's face on show. Yeah. Have a bit of dignity, you know, cover yeah. it up. Yeah. I, I think fa- facial hair is, could actually be the key. But facial hair is, is pretty communist in Americans' eyes. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're a leader and you have facial hair, you, you want yeah. to... I think a moustache is the well. way. I think a moustache is the way. I think a big beard is very, uh, you know, Soviet. Soviet. It's either Soviet or Kraft Daily, and both have their, yeah. both have their issues. Fidel. And, yeah. You know. Fidel or kind of Beer 52. <laughs> yeah. And both have their bloodshed. They don't, both have a history of bloodshed. Yeah. So. Whereas moustaches have a great history of world leaders. <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> All the big boys. The, the, the Tausch gang. Um, what do you think's going to happen in the aftermath of this election yeah that's a good question i think that's probably we probably should have started with that do you think that's the that's like because you said that's a good question but the implication was that's the first good question basically (laughs) yeah i think we've we've chat a lot of shit (laughs) so far uh i mean we did start 10 minutes the opening 10 minutes was about what you had for breakfast uh i think i think I don't think it's going to be... I think it's actually going to just go pretty smoothly for Biden and the Democrats. I think think Trump is going to be kicking up a fuss, but I think all the people that surrounded him, I don't think are going to be... Like, Pence isn't even saying anything. No one's saying Mm -hmm. anything. Ben Shapiro's going on Twitter being like, he shouldn't have said that. Really? Even Shapiro's leaving? So I feel like they're like, this is... This is like the death cries and he's done, but we want to live to fight another day, you know? And I feel like that is where the Republicans... And I think Trump, I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to get the nomination again, but I don't think he'd get it. And I think a better move for him is to, uh, you know, maybe start a news channel. Either a news channel or... Yeah, he's definitely going to go into some form of entertainment because, like, there's there's a there's fairly um, intelligent sources who believe that the reason why Trump, uh, well, there was a Michael Moore film called Fahrenheit Eleven Nine that posed the theory that the real reason Trump ran for office was because Gwen Stefani on The Voice was getting paid more than he was on the network. So he wanted to up his value yeah. as like a star. So it was like run for office in the way that Kanye would, where it's like it's like yeah, a yeah. performance art thing. And then he just dominated it so much and yeah. doesn't never really wanted to be president because of the amount of work it is. Uh, yeah. And it's not really what he's built for. But because of his psychopathic need to, and hate to lose, that meant that there was no other option than fighting till the very last. A part of him, 100% is relieved. Yeah. And but I, a part of him that he's terrified of. A part of him internally that he is terrified of letting overtake him. Yeah, I think he is... I think in the same way, he knew he was getting stale. And I think he would deep down know that this is this is his next chapter. Like mm. being, you know, when he was like the leader of the birthers with Obama. Like saying he wasn't born in America. Mm. You know, 
he's i feel like he's going to be that role and he has his like you know it it's not 50 percent of the population but he's got this cult of trump that will just back him no matter what now so i think he's just gonna take those people and do whatever he wants he could be he's gonna have he's he's strong enough that he's gonna have like a fan base which bush wouldn't have had yeah people don't care but there's not like huge george bush lovers still yeah but there will be trump until they die Um, but so after um, a president is done with his uh, time, uh, they often become like an elder statesman sort of yeah. figure. Um, they, you know, Blair started becoming like a political consultant, doing talks around the world. Yeah, envoy to the Middle East. Envoy to the Middle East, <laughs> which is like, as far as banter goes, it's hilarious. But as far as politics goes, it's an absolute disaster. Yeah. A real kick in the teeth for the million Iraqis who died in the yeah. Iraq war. <laughs> yeah. It's like he caused the biggest war. He was a major factor in causing the biggest war in the Middle East. And they were like, right, we need someone with experience to tidy this up but it's like yeah. oh I'll do it <laughs> yeah. which is to be fair it's a bit respectable yeah. she's like hey you know what it's my mess I'm clearing that up you know yeah. it's yeah. like being in a club and you throw up on the floor outside the toilets and a guy goes to clean it up and you're like no this yeah. is my mess I'm clearing this where up where it that's kind of like noble but also a bit obnoxious <laughs> it's like it's like it's like gr- performative yeah it's like that guy doesn't want to look at you like he's gonna have to clean up. You're you're just gonna scoop up a and few he's chunks. Not, and it's know? not properly doing. He's it, gonna have to mop it still. <laughs> like it's it's just get out of the fucking way. He doesn't want to look at you. <laughs> you know, go home. Um. So after power, yeah. the centrists normally go into like being paid a lot. Uh, to do talks around the, the world. Uh, you can become an elder statesman type figure or you can do what I respect Bush for doing, which is painting. That's what he does. He's on his ranch and he's just start painting. His George dog. W. Yeah, George, George W. Yeah. Um, he, he's gone into just painting and like has done absolutely no politics since. He's met, hang out with Ellen a couple of times, but yeah. has he's not... <laughs> Most pro- politicians keep their foot in power and see what's going yeah. on. Like they can't help but wanting. Uh, they've they've had power for so long they can't let go of it fully. Yeah. But he fully went for painting. I think what as well Trump's he left been? very unpopular George George Bush, and I think he's clawed it. He tr- he tried to claw it back by doing know? a bit of a Biden, which is like c- c- cuddly granddad, cuddly he's, granddad he's, in with Ellen, in with Michelle Obama. Yeah, because they're always sat next to each other, aren't they? Yeah. Like just in the way they. But also, do the... I think if I was sat next to George W. Bush, you know, I I think his politics and his career was disaster, and I stand against him in many ways ethically. But if you sat me next to him for like stately events, maybe two three times a year, and we got talking small talk, you have to. It'd be awkward otherwise. Yeah, I think face to face, he's a quite a folksy, sweet yeah. guy. That that was his whole appeal. He was it was like the classic who do you want to get a beer with president. Like <laughs> that is what kind of because Jeb won. was the one who was smarter. Jeb was the yeah. one who was his actual dream to be president. Yeah. But apparently they did loads of like um t- like t- target audience thing where they said yeah. like who and Bush George Bush who everyone thought was an idiot just like dominated yeah charming charming that's all it comes down to really it's like quite charming and i don't i'm not against that like i like obama i'm gonna say it i know now it's like oh actually like he bombed loads of people right 
drones. Mm. So you, now we're not meant to like him. But I like Obama because he's charismatic. You know, that gets me. That's how you get me. Is that You're a simple guy. I'm a simple guy. And that's why Biden doesn't have it. Trump doesn't have it as much as he wants to. And like maybe to like a kind of thick American. Yeah. He has something. But I just don't see it, you know. Yeah. I like Obama. I like Kennedy. Like, I like that. That's what I want in an American president. You don't care about, like, um, destabilizing third world countries and stuff like that. You're about how comfortable they make you feel in the moment you're watching them on TV. Yeah, because I think America is going to be America, you know? Yeah. And I feel like... It's like a boys will be boys argument. You know, and if you... If you try... If you try and you know, do something different. I don't know how how long you survive. Mm. Literally. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, the grassy yeah. knoll. Yeah, exactly. Look into it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what do you think Trump's going to do um, as his, like, role as a post-president? Elder statesman. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were getting at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he's gonna not be that at all. And I think like him, him having his own Twitter account and all of that is him being like, I don't care about any of this kind of reverence. You mm. know, I, I think he's gonna be like, no, I reckon he's going to be in the public eye. Mm. I reckon he's, whereas like most of them, you don't see him much. And when you see him, it's like a special occasion, you know, yeah. like an old president. And it's like a bit nostalgic because yeah. they literally sum up a, like eight years yeah. of like, a which time is, in life but and that is a thing as well like trump is a f- a four-year president i don't i don't think there's been one in my lifetime yeah most it's gonna them, be short but sweet but also more's happened in this four years yeah, than happened very in the last memorable yeah. very memorable <laughs> you know uh so i think he's just gonna be i reckon he's gonna be out and about i reckon he's gonna be on fox news i reckon he's gonna have some kind of maybe not like a news channel but He's going to, you know, get involved and try and make a buck from this. He's going to get his face out there. He's going to he's gonna be living at large. Maybe he'll get a podcast. Mm. Oh, I'd love that. What do you think? Now, now we're assuming Trump's gone. Um, and yeah. I'm still confused about how I feel. Um, this conversation has helped try and formulate those thoughts. Uh, I think this part of the show, we should talk about the highlights because yeah. he's bit he's burnt bright um not everyone loved him uh, some people did um love him or hate him he was different and, <laughs> <laughs> um and i think i think we need to and he had some real truly inspired moments that yeah. you know are important to me in my life um I think one that doesn't get talked about now, Kefefe was a real, <laughs> yeah, Kefefe yeah. was a real, that was a real highlight. That um, was good. Because that was like, even though we knew that he ran his own Twitter account, running your own Twitter account and typing out the messages yourself are different. And that, from then we knew he typed the messages out himself. <laughs> With his like, fat little thumbs. It, it wasn't like, I'm, this is my words, but someone else has the phone. You know, it's like he has the phone on him, you know, 24 seven. Like he's late at night watching Fox News tweeting. He's, oh, I've accidentally tweeted Kofefe. <laughs> you know, that. So was Kofefe, was it meant to be COVID? What was it? Was it? Was it about? No, it, it was, it was to be... about, it was. 
Wasn't it something to do with like there was like a conspiracy theory about coffee or something? <laughs> no, no, no. It or was, was it? A, co- it was completely. He completely misspelled a word. Or was it COVID? But like early COVID. It might have been. But no, it, it wasn't. It was way ago. before. It was way that. before then. It was wasn't way it? before that. I'm gonna do a tiny bit of research. I feel like it was something to do with like a PizzaGate thing, but with coffee. That is in my head. No, no, no. You're talking shit now. <laughs> to be honest, that, 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 that's purely... You're spreading fake news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, Kefefi, what I like is that it's got its own Wikipedia, just yeah. the word. Kefefi <laughs> is a misspelling that US Donald Trump used in a viral tweet that instantly became an internet meme. Six minutes after midnight. <laughs> on 31st of May, 2017, Trump tweeted, despite the constant negative press, Kefefi... <laughs> <laughs> it's meant to be coverage. <laughs> the words meant to be coverage. Oh, okay. He deleted the tweet six hours later. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like. Yeah. Is that, that, that I feel like did that's he have a moment way he was like, stronger. This is gonna die down. <laughs> this is gonna die down. And it took him six hours. That's a bold man. Me, I'd delete that immediately. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think if you don't delete it immediately, you don't see it. You send it. Whatever. He's gone to sleep. Two hours later, though, you yeah. sit two hours later, do you delete it? Yeah. Or... Nah. No? But it's already trending. Or do you... That's cowardly. I mean, the one thing that I... The, the Let one, it hang. The, the way that Trump could have been more Trump, the only way that Trump could have been more Trump than his response, is if he'd started pretending kofefe was an actual word. Or, yeah. like, leaning into that mistake and starting to coin negative cafe as yeah. like a, its own thing it's like I, i'll give you an, an analogy of why you should leave it out Thank there you. say you're just like at home yeah you're you're asleep you get up you go to the kitchen you think you know maybe your housemates around but no one else yeah he's got guests around yeah you're downstairs you're in your pants right yeah you got two things to do. You can scurry away like awkwardly, like, oh, you've seen me in my pants. <laughs> or you can, you you don't do that though. You've just got to pretend it's normal, right? That's what I would do. <laughs> I would I would still get get away. Like I wouldn't like hang out for an hour, but I wouldn't, I would like have small talk and then go upstairs and put trousers on, right? <laughs> Is that what you would do? Yeah. That's a great question. I think a part of me maturing as a person and having more self-confidence in social situations has been that I would be able to deal with that better now. And I yeah. do think that's a that's a great question. And I, I so you're, you're saying the scenario if you've walked in the middle of the night yeah. and you don't know someone's there, you're in your underwear. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. No, do I'm it. thinking and more then- like ju- it's like say like eleven o'clock. But you've lied in, but there people downstairs. Are, so it's because I feel like at night it's almost like they're in, like yeah. you're in wearing what you're 11, 11 a.m. You're sort of like you're in the wrong, really. Like people are getting about their day. Yeah. I think um, I was by my side. Oh yeah, and then oh, what I'd do is I'd come in, I'd yeah, notice, yeah. and there'd be like a split second. I'd be like, oh, and then I'd own that moment so it is a, i was about to say sorry and then i suck it back in completely yeah. see, like terminator you're welcome <laughs> terminator c red hands on hips oh yeah um sit down say <laughs> say um um can i have some of that coffee as well it's in the cafetiere um i'd pour myself a coffee and then just like just start like asking questions and like really like start like asking things about someone's life yeah and just like just do it until yeah. 
it's like completely sucked the nice vibe there was there because you're refusing to acknowledge your pants and you're just constantly asking things like, oh, so yeah, is your mum, what does your mum do? Oh, that's really interesting. And I like, just like, like uncomfortable just how much you keep yeah. asking questions. It's like you're, you're starting a podcast. It's like weird. Yeah. And then when it's like unbearably awkward, you go, well, <laughs> and then you go, that's me. <laughs> yeah. So that's that 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 was uh, that's the equivalent of not deleting the tweet. <laughs> whereas I'm six hours later, <laughs> and I think if you just see them and you're just like, oh, I'm just, mm. and you just go, that's immediate delete. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we we we've, we've covered the elections. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, yeah. I think we 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 finished that as a topic. Um, I, I'm interested a bit about how 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 are you as a lockdown person how how have you okay. coped with first lockdown and the, the the this is right this is the beginning of the second lockdown yeah and we can only do this because it's essential work <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it, to be honest the, you know people the pe- nhs nurses need to be entertained yeah and we're happy to help you know that's yeah. the only reason why you've risked your life coming here yeah and well i passed a sign saying this is like a high covid area really yeah yeah oh nice so <laughs> But you're doing it for essential work. It's like nurses This is don't essential complain. work. You know, uh, I haven't done comedy since lockdown started. Yeah. First lockdown started. Which is a part of the reason why, you know, you will be a wasted talent. You know? Yeah. And I think that is, to answer your question about lockdown, I think I've done well in it, but almost like I'm too comfortable in it. Like yeah. I enjoy uh, being... Just on my own at You're home. a comfy boy. I'm a very comfy boy. Yeah. I... You know how to cotch wh- where you, you, you can like cotch. I imagine you're someone who can cotch uh, and cotch enough that you can keep your anxieties yeah, at yeah. bay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no. You're I'm... someone who like, you can watch a show that you enjoy and ha- eat food you like. Yeah. And briefly that, the din of your, the fear of your own mortality disappears and it actually goes for a bit. Yeah, definitely. I think that's when, I think... At home is where I'm most comfortable. Mm. You know, I like it there. It's warm. I've just got new windows put in, actually. So the heating bill is going to... So whack that on full blast. Yeah, I, I, I've i been just having a, guess, having a good time. Guess what the energy efficiency uh, of this house is? I don't know the scale, but I'm going to say two. It's on, it's on A, B, C, D, E. Oh. A is the best. D. E. Uh, F is the, the illegal. <laughs> so... Uh, we, well. we also can't work the heating uh, but even if we did it has e energy efficiency so that's all going out the window these yeah. are single glazed windows in my room yeah. and there's four of them huge room no way that heat would do anything that is why the sort of scenario of going down your pants doesn't really <laughs> work here because yeah, you would t- never free- do that yeah it's freezing it's not a comfy warm cozy house you wouldn't all. go you'd trousers straight on no yeah j- yeah trackies for sure anyway sorry as yeah, you say yeah, yeah, yeah. back to the real ship yeah yeah or did you finish? <laughs> uh, you know, so I haven't been doing comedy, but I've been doing podcasts, and that is the real comedy now. What uh, podcast? I've got a uh, podcast about the Great British Bake Off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Baking Bad. It's on uh, iTunes. I've saw the clips. It seems very, very funny. I like it. We have a laugh. Uh, we got. We're actually getting listeners that just love the Bake Off, which is like to me the f- best thing about it. Okay, we've got you know. and mostly Americans. Really? Because I feel like, here's my theory of why we get mostly Americans. Because I feel like here in the UK, Bake Off 
you sort of will know someone that's watching Bake Off. It's like a zeitgeist show when it's on, you know. Yeah. It's maybe this, you know, a few years ago more, it was like everyone was watching it. Whereas in America, you might be the only person watching it that you know. Yeah. You so. want to hear some banter. <laughs> you want to hear what we've got to say about Linda. Yeah, if you're watching. So I've been doing that. That's been doing numbers. Yeah. <laughs> like getting neon. <laughs> It's been going well. It's been going well. Yeah, but then we're, we're building momentum and then the series finishes, which is what we've... Because we've done it for three years now. <laughs> every time. It's like, by the end, we're like, fucking hell, we're getting downloads. And then... Because we're, we are on YouTube for the first time this series, but we're mostly podcast apps of sure. subscribers. Sure. Yeah, we built... By the end, we, we're getting loads and then series ends and we're sort of shut up shop. Till next that's year. the problem because you're the topical you're on the zeitgeist you're building momentum because yeah. it's much easier to because it's so like because people, we're piggybacking yeah, on, it, like, on like people a, a viral if thing. you search bake off in the podcast app there's like three of us and we're like one of the main ones you know? <laughs> one of the main ones out of three <laughs> yeah like you know are you, you the main even... one because if you're not the main one you're not the main one because there's three <laughs> yeah but i'd say like all three of you are one of the main ones cause... yeah we're all one of the main ones i don't think there's like a top dog that's okay. what i'm saying it's like it's, it's kind of close it's close there's no like absolute you, don't, you haven't annihilated yeah. the competition like yeah, McDonald's yeah. it's or like the title Bowen. race this season yeah like, anyone can win it anyone anyone can do it and, we, and i say we've come on strong this year mm. we last year you've added video We've added video. I You're think a veteran of the game. We're a bit more into it. Like we haven't been doing last last year. I've got to say we half-assed it. We weren't into it. We were. Oh, we can't, I can't do tonight. I've got a gig. That doesn't yeah. happen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't do I'm going out with my girlfriend. No. Not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Every night is. Can I do up. a podcast with my girlfriend? Yes. <laughs> That's sort of where I'm at at this stage. Well, I do like, live with my girlfriend, so we yeah. are allowed to yeah. do a podcast. Yeah, that's that, for me now. Over this lockdown, I'm going to keep having comedians on as guests. It's just going to be a way for me to like actually hang out with different people. Yeah. So you're going to start seeing some more guests who are like kind of stretching further into my like non like professional, semi professional comedian friend group, yeah. just to like mates I haven't seen for a yeah. while who. <laughs> <laughs> You know, people who don't maybe have them as much yeah. skill or in opinions or intelligence as yeah. what my normal podcast. Do you want to name have. some names? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just the general idea. Yeah. But you know, yeah. it would be good for me to catch up and like see someone who you yeah. know I feel you know comfortable having conversations with. Yeah. Um, but you, you, so you're a comfy boy. You, you enjoy a lot. Crazy boy. Obviously, I wouldn't say I'm enjoying it. I want to get back to normal. Do you want to get back gigging? Yeah. Well, why haven't you gigged? There's been plenty of opportunities. There haven't. The thing is, though, what happened was I didn't get any gigs. I was like, fuck, I'll start getting gigs. And then I started getting gigs and now we've gone into lockdown too. Mm. So, and now I feel like we're kind of done for the year. Like a few might pop up in December, but, you know, <laughs> everyone's, you know, it's Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. But it's, I, I guess my frustration is like, you are genuinely funny. What 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 are your fucking goals? The thing is, though, look, I I was meant to have a gig yesterday, right? I was emceeing. Actually. Oh, is that what the thing is? First gig since Feb. Fuck. Holding it together on my own. 
I wasn't that worried. I feel like I can slip into the yeah, groove. Yeah, for sure. And like with your style and your thing, I think you'd be fine. But what is... You, I'm doing it so I can generate more material so that I don't lose footing with other comedians who are working hard. And like I've found... It, I, also because I just want to have new stuff so that when comedy does come back as well... I don't want to just go back to my old stuff that's like a year yeah, old already. That is true because I've got a bit about Upper Crust and Upper Crust has gone out of business. So <laughs> that's a great bit as well. So um, that But that's what are happen. your what are your goals? Uh, comedy? To be the best comedian in the world, like genuinely. And I don't say that as a joke. Okay. I, w- I want to be a top co- I just want to be a comedian. Are you, you going know? to be like a... So what, what is the dream for you? Would you just accept being like... Would you? Do you want to be like a comedian's comedian who makes enough from comedy to survive? Well, what and I'll say is... Has shitloads of respect, but no TV credits. I don't think that that would necessarily be my goal, but that might... Because I feel like when you have a style in comedy, it's like people are like, oh yeah, comedians always laugh at your stuff. It's like, I don't write it to be like that. I write it so everyone laughs, you know? Yeah. I feel like your style is your style and I just want to be the, the best possible I can at that. And I'm not, I have like a freelance job that is really easy and well paid and I can choose my own hours. Right? Yeah. So I'm not like desperate to like get a regular pay in like right MC job. gig, yeah. MC gig that gives you like yeah. fucking 50 quid a pop. Yeah. I rather like shoot for the top, and be... well, all or nothing. Not all or nothing, but so it's like you, you won't you won't get a bed unless it's a sitcom pilot. <laughs> <laughs> no, kind of. I feel like sometimes you see people who go full time too early, right? For sure. And then they're trapped at. I won't mention names because then you can narrow it down. But they're trapped at say like a comedy, like a, a comedy club that does new. The, you know, like an angel comedy, say, and seeing that yeah. every night, which is great. But you get trapped. But you get trapped. But, you you know, it pays enough. Mm. Or you, and you get trapped chasing the paid gigs rather than the gigs that are going to, you know, lead to bigger things. And you're writing material not for potentially your own audience, but for Northampton Glee on a Yeah, and, and you never, and you don't have any money to go to Edinburgh you know or you have to make decisions about edinburgh that are more about like making money or losing the least money possible which aren't going to be the decisions that are gonna be the funniest ones and get or even not even talking about like comedy purism but like get you noticed you know yeah for sure i just yeah i i feel um is it all i'd say is um it's kind of inevitable for people of our generation to, we kind of have to be content cowboys yeah uh, which is i'm not happy about it but it is simply that is i new, did the new I, astro plate i bought a uh, tripod for my phone the other day and because i was in this gig i was going to do loads of my bits and mm. film them mm. get them online mm. because i've i don't have that many videos and you've got to have videos mm. as you know yeah i well know i just yeah because i think it's like I, I'm I'm gunning I'm gunning to try and do this full time hopefully and you know reach for the stars and yeah. there's not going to be that many spots uh, there's, there's 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 more white straight men vying to make it to the top than any yeah. other group yeah. and now there's probably less spots than there ever have been yeah and I'm just concerned that if I manage to make it to the top yeah you know we get on 
it'd be banter if you were there too. Look, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna be there. Do you, I hope so? Because I just don't. I don't. I don't. I. I. I think. I. I. I think it would be fun if we we're both big stars. I. I. Yeah, yeah. I. You're. You're someone who I don't mind being successful because I think you've got the temperament that wouldn't piss me off. There's. A, there's yeah, some people yeah, who yeah. would piss me off. If they got successful, even if they deserve it. They just don't have the. Uh, yeah. the mixture of insecure and arrogant that I don't like. And you've got yeah. like a little bit of self-assurance, but you're not insecure. And like, I I just think, similar to Sam Ely, who, you know, he's a friend of the show, very funny. I yeah. want him to be famous just because I want to, I, I don't want it to get in the way of us hanging out. Yeah, he's, we're, me and Sam Ely are definitely competing for the same spot. Let's for sure. That. What's know? that spot? Would you not think I'm in the running for that spot? Do you know I'm, you're I'm a, a bit more angry. You yeah. know, I feel like you're you're more of like an angry, not right wing comedian, but <laughs> <laughs> like right wing adjacent. How do you mean? I, I mean, I'm a left wing comedian, actually. You're a left wing comedian, but there are all comedians are left wing. Okay. Other than like two. Yeah, but I'm like an actual left wing comedian as opposed to the fake left wing, the most comedians. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but the anger a lot of people yeah love the anger yeah and that's what they want because that's what they think comedians are yeah they think if you're not an angry comedian you're not a comedian yeah but then some people don't like it or not don't like it <laughs> yeah but some audiences prefer not to see an angry white man sure 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 and i feel like that is where you're in a sort of you know, may, maybe you're... Co There's actually not a lot of you around in London. No. Angry white men. Yeah. That are good. Mm. There's a lot of shit ones. Yeah. You know, there's a few up north, Scotland. Mm -hmm. I think they're the ones you're... Co you're competing with a lot of regional comedians. Sure. Uh, but there's there's not many people who have the added layer of privilege as being posh and southern added to the white straight thing. Yeah. So like even another layer of obnoxiousness. Yeah. And it. your name's Horatio. And my name's Horatio. Which I think it just it's good. Yeah. Because it's not. I'm so far gone. I might as well be angry. I'm so far. Yeah. I my um I'm so far removed from someone who has the right to be angry at this stage that I yeah. might as well be. If you were a real, uh, let's say woke comedian. Yeah. Not saying you don't have woke views, but if you were a woke comedian, but woke has a, I would, has loaded, you know. I would despise you because I'd be like, this posh cunt yeah. is like... Telling me what, how to be right and like yeah. telling me what's, you know, what I should be thinking. Yeah. It, I you and there's might, many like me. There's so many there's, like me. So many like there's me. There's so many. There's so in London. The amount of And I hate that. I hate them all, man. <laughs> because I just think like you're like fuck you. Yeah. Like you're just You've had you've had everything. You've had everything and then you're gonna tell me. And you're trying to like pretend like you're for the people. Mm. It's like except that you're not, you are the problem and lean into it and say <laughs> My name is Horatio. <laughs> and I'm going to have a sort of angry, cocky persona. <laughs> you know? Which is completely unearned. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I think is way funnier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. You know? And that is... That's your comedy, isn't it? 
Yeah, I guess so. I'm moving. I'm, I'm actually moving away from that in recent times. So like I've you you saw me when I was kind of at a more angry stage. So now yeah, I've yeah. seen these trousers. Yeah. Have you seen me performing these before? I don't think so. So I used to wear black trousers, but now I kind of I'm dressing brighter because it means that I look like a friendly white soft boy. So it like softens me a lot, and then I go to do my abhorrent views. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it confuses people. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, before yeah. I was quite dark colours and it was just like it was too much. So there is a big shift. I'm moving away from that and I'm a lot more relaxed on stage. Yeah, but I think I saw you wearing all black and maybe even a roll neck. I and a blazer. Neck. Mm, I did one blazer show. I never did it. I did two, two or three. I was at shows. one of them. Yeah, and I feel like it did. Actually, it was probably one of the worst I've seen you do. I think people just looked at you and thought, just hated you instantly. I <laughs> have done. I have the blazer right there. I did. I tried three gigs with the blazer because I was trying to work it out. Yeah, All yeah. went horribly, truly, yeah. awfully. And since I've started dressing like. Um, like a com- comic book character, like a cartoon character. Like yeah, a, it's look- like I'm in Pokemon. You look like you you like run a meme account. Yeah, like, like that's your ever vibe since, now. Ever, ever since I've started doing that, transformed the yeah. way that I can finally splurge my homophobic and sexist views. No one yeah. bats an eyelid because you know? you've just got like a trolley kind. I've got of a trolley. Look. There's like because it's like the glasses. Deta- there's an like- ironic detachment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, you saw me. I feel bad for a lot of people who saw me when I was like r- truly trying to work out who, because there were some really ugly moments yeah. when aesthetically and politically I was trying to work out who I was on stage. And it yeah, was like, yeah. it wasn't like a, a neat evolution. It was some, there was some grotesque stuff there. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I hope that you, um, you know, I hope that you do stick it out to the point that you can, you can get in the big league. Thanks. Um, we've come to the end of the podcast. Yeah. How long has it been? I mean, don't say that because when people say the time, I will. Yeah. Shave. I'll shave bits and off. I didn't so. say it because I am a professional. You are so. a professional. You, yeah, you, yeah, it's yeah, good yeah, having yeah, someone who's yeah. in the biz. Because um, it, it'd be funny if you if you said what time's there, and then the, people see that it's a twenty minute episode. <laughs> yeah. They know oh. that. <laughs> they know that there was a lot of editing. <laughs> to be honest, I could probably look at that, knowing what we've said. I could probably have a guess. Yeah. Um, I want you to tell me what you think it is because I don't know what it's going to be. I don't think that, I'm genuine. I end up never cutting much at all. Okay. On that note, I reckon it will be. So you can check on YouTube how long this is. 136. That's a great guess because that's definitely what it's going to. That's you really are a pro because yeah, I yeah, bet yeah, it's going to be around that. Yeah, yeah. That is brilliant. Um, do you have anything to plug? So you've got the Breaking Bad podcast. Baking Bad, Baking yeah. Bad. Ba- uh, Breaking Bad. Based on... <laughs> uh, yeah, and that, all of that stuff is on my YouTube channel, yeah. youtube.com. Great stand-up clips on there Harry as well. Comedy. Yeah, and I've got clips and should have more coming. I've got a couple more in the bank, but they're not as good. So I was hoping to get new clips. But yeah, because you opened your Strong Boys and now it's just going to be... I opened with my... And I don't have a good video of the upper crust bit. So. Yeah, okay. But look... I'm posting stuff on there. I might do... I think I'm going to do some reaction vids. Because uh, yep. they're quite big on YouTube. Sure. Yeah, so just subscribe to my YouTube. Subscribe to your YouTube. Follow you on Instagram. Harry Monaghan. And yeah. you're quite big on Twitter. Yeah. Vague, um, and you do something that... I, I was too late to the party to get a ticket. I just don't get it. I've never had a tweet do well. I don't really understand it. It's not my ballpark we're from a slightly different gen like slightly different age yeah, group. Yeah, yeah you're a twitter gen i'm instagram gen yeah um you do something on your twitter which sort of sums up my 
view of you, which is that you are genuinely funny, but you are doing things like Sam Ely does, which are like, you're sort of like <laughs> doing things that might get you a following or success. You kind of pull against because you, you see it as almost selling out. Like Sam has a Twitter account where he's like this grumpy old man avatar and he'll post loads of tweets and anyone who tries to follow him, he blocks them. So oh, wow. Followers. That, that is... Yeah. And then you have auto-generated tweets. Yeah. So do you want to run through that? So I've got... The thing is, I feel like these have quite a following because I've got... Uh, they are hilarious. Just another manic dot, dot, dot Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, yesterday was got a lot of traction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> so what, to explain what, what happens. It just tweets... Uh, every Wednesday, same time. So you, you've set up a thing. I set up a thing, so every single Wednesday. And then once... Automated, so you don't have to be on it. You tweet every single yeah. Wednesday, just another When minute. I'm dead, that will still keep <laughs> tweeting. That will keep... <laughs> <laughs> That would be terrifying. Uh, and then God, I just... Mate, got... if you died in a horrible car crash and then like after the funeral yeah, something, just a week later, just another Manic Wednesday, like... Because no one will want to deactivate it because it will be like... <laughs> and tell some other ones. Uh, I have... The other ones, I'm not exactly sure when they <laughs> go. It's just like once a month, uh, never give up on your dreams. Sure. Comes with... Which I think just again lift the mood, and then just all the events. Christmas, eight a.m. Merry Christmas, <laughs> tweeted. Easter. Can you do Easter? Maybe I don't have Easter. Halloween, I've got. Yeah, but what about the with the weather ones, the funniest ones. Oh yeah, the weather ones. I've got weather-based ones. <laughs> that every time the weather. <laughs> Well, I used to, what actually did lose me a lot of following was every time it rained, it tweeted, it's bloody raining again. <laughs> but as it's like in the UK, it starts and stops raining all the time. And every time it started raining again, it would tweet. And I have like 30 tweets a day of like, it's bloody raining again. So I took that one off. <laughs> Uh, and then after 31 degrees, but I might have put that up because of global warming. Because it, <laughs> it was tweeting too much. It's like every day of summer. It's uh, uh, it's a scorcher. Get the sun cream on. <laughs> uh, every time it snows, wow, look at the snow. Yeah, nice. Uh, every time it goes below zero. Yeah. Um, it's like brr or something. Brrr. Something like that. Cold one today, double socks on. <laughs> something like that. And then there's, whoa, there, there she blows. It's, oh, yeah. That's when my the, favorite. That's the... my favorite one. <laughs> that is the funniest When one. the wind goes above a certain miles per hour, it is uh, <laughs> there she blows, windy one. Or something like that. It's windy today. Thank uh, you very much, Harry Monaghan. Uh, follow him on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, yeah. uh, he will gang. also be... Um, We'll be planning to maybe he'll might come into the BGW uh, universe. Uh, you'll be seeing more of him. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening. Um, God bless the new king. Long live the king, Joe Biden. Ha 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 ha!